0: Hey, how you guys doing? Producer Brothers Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling. Our look back at wrestling in 1989 through pay-per-views. And uh, we are almost done, y'all. We are at Halloween Havoc 1989 with WCW. Um, look, okay. So we are WCW, Marks, okay? But as you've learned, if you've been listening to any versions of these podcasts, as in 1989... We had started to transition out of professional wrestling as a hobby. Uh, so yeah, that's going to come up a lot tonight. Uh, on the line, we missed missing big hush, but we, uh, we got Magnum Brother Beavis. What's happening?
1: Hey, what's up? Looking forward to this. He's always fun.
0: If you're watching on YouTube, this is
1: way better than at least one of our other (laughs) podcast series right now.
0: Uh, We won't talk about that. Uh, Brother Beavis, if you're watching on YouTube, folks, you see that he has the. Steel Cage, you know, coming down on his on his picture here, uh, but not the good Steel Cage in the main event tonight. So yeah, so October twenty eighth, nineteen eight, uh, nineteen eighty nine. We always do this. Where were we? I'm definitely in college at this point. No cable, barely any TV at this point. You?
1: Oh yeah, October eighty nine. This is now yeah. dorm living, uh, yeah. school taken. Yep. Cafeteria eating,
0: eating. Yeah, <laughs> wheeling
1: <and> dealing. <laughs> no. Son of gun, who yeah, no. <laughs> had nothing to do with any of the girls. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no. yeah, no. And and, and I probably, if I had cable, I probably would have probably fell into this out of comfort, but I didn't have it, so yeah, not in the dorm. But, but
1: uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I think this wrestling though is it's a thing you watch to talk about with other people. Yeah. So unless you have like fan, other friends of wrestling, like. You know, I, I have in the past at various times been way into hockey, but only because I can also talk to other people about hockey. Same with football and stuff like that. So I think wrestling is the same way. Like watching it is one thing. Like if you're honest with yourself, a lot of it sucks. But oh, talking yeah. about it and talking shit about it, particularly like if you're on the opposite side of somebody's fandom, yeah. that's that's yeah.
0: that's yeah. that's, where the money <laughs> that's the sweet is. spot. Yeah, I mean, it, but it is so niche. You know, I mean, Hutch Calls it one of the pillars of no- nerddom that, you know, having people that are into that is just like, you know, and, you know, the, not the fair weather people that just oh, like, hey, I know like this in a global sense, like the people that know kind of what's going on, which is a who and what we were at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so a crowd of 7,300. But no, I, no. I always uh, do. No.
1: I do every time I'm in any kind of mixed company with when wrestling comes up, I always make a point of saying there's two types of people in the world. People that admit they watch wrestling and people <laughs> that watch wrestling. <laughs> Everybody's seen this shit to one yeah, degree exactly. or another.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Whether How You much, want to
1: talk about it.
0: That's for you've sure. You've seen
1: some professional wrestling in your life. Mm.
0: Uh, so, yeah, this is the Philadelphia Civic Center, 7,300 people. I think this is where ECW used to, when they started their thing, because I'm like, man, that, all the signs and the all that looks like the same or whatever. Our broadcasting crew is Bob Cottle and, and Jim Ross. Uh And then our backstage person, I didn't even write the dude's name. I mean, Craig Spencer or something like that. He's a fake-ass Tony like Schiavone, that. man. And he's yeah. got the Tony Schiavone haircut, the Tony Schiavone glasses. This is not a good uh, look. So this will be part one of this. Uh, well,
1: and they, and they had a uh, Gordon Sully, like like uh, yeah. a couple backstage interviews, yeah. too.
0: Uh, this will be part one of our Halloween Havoc with... Uh, watch-along here. Uh, the part two will be the watch-along match, which is going to be the Steiner Brothers versus Doom. So we'll go through the matches. I got some information about people on here. And we get to play R.I.P. for some new wrestlers that we hadn't seen on the other pay-per-views. <laughs> Speaking of which, match number one, y'all, Tom Zink, R.I.P. 2017 versus Tom Mike. Zink is dead? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. And versus Mike Rotunda. What? Uh, yeah, he's dead. Okay, so I got two thoughts here that says on my notes. I remember the name Tom Z and I heard Z man before. I don't know that I ever saw one of his matches or remember seeing one of his matches besides this.
1: Yeah. So I don't remember how he fit in, but he was the other, he was the third leg of the Rick Martel, Tito Santana. Yeah. He was the can
0: am connection. connection.
1: Yes. Can am connection. And I can't remember where that fell in, in the midst of strike force. Maybe it was before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he's a, Man, look at it. Regular old bit, like <laughs> jacked up dude, but he's still curtain jerking in a Halloween Havoc.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I mean, I was like, look at this dude. He looks, I mean, he should have been a major star by the way he looks. So he probably clearly couldn't talk because, I mean, events yeah. had him and he couldn't really do much with him. And, you know, they weren't going to do anything with him there. So, yeah, uh, I was kind of tri- uh, tripping about that. Um, so, yeah, they said he was with the, the Pan Am Connection in or Can Am Connection in 1986, left because of some money dispute, winds up in uh, WCW. Mike Rotunda, his opponent, um, never bought him as a single. And <laughs> uh, pretty much after Varsity Club, he just gets shysted, no pun intended, into a bunch of these money gimmicks. Uh, and he's shysted. still wearing
1: the Varsity Club gear. He's got the yeah. VC on his chest. <laughs> proves he don't fess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah what look, I R. Scheister or or I,
1: IRS and yeah. then you no. Know, so they refer to him as Captain Mike Rotunda mm. as if he was like the captain of the varsity club but then they okay. give him like a ship's captain gimmick <laughs> Sometime after this And then he goes WWF And he's B- yeah. IRS oh, And awesome. again you you said this On Tom's and couldn't, couldn't speak So like Mike Rotunda could Like talk and deliver mm. a story Or message or whatever Not like a promo to fire anybody up But the more I see him at this time Like he was He's really great yeah. in the ring He's sure. just he's phenomenal But great for hand,
0: what it is, they But they just
1: Yeah but he wasn't like going to do anything uh, I'm, at, at this at this state of the wrestling world, and I'm gonna like,
0: call you out though. I'm gonna call you out because when I met you back in 1986, you was all about that U.S. Express with him and Barry. Oh Winden. yeah, like those were your Totally. Boys.
1: Like when I like, <laughs> well, you you know, you formed that bond with whatever the first thing you see, and now U.S. Express, Barry, Wind, and Mike Rotundo. Yeah, they that was break. the shit. And then yeah, were they were. they lost it like WrestleMania, and I was like. What what's happening? I don't I don't understand <laughs> how how this is this can't be possible. Yeah, and then he, they broke he, up and then and then this is the first instance of Dan Spivey being awful. Mm, like yes. Dan Spivey came in as the replacement for Barry Wyndham. Yeah. And then you had Dan Spivey and Mike Rotunda. So you have you know no talkers and you can downgrade one of the workers. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: yeah. Awful. No, um, I
1: mean yeah he's he was he was great he's a great hand as they say but
0: yeah i agree all around all around uh father of bray wyatt current professional wrestler and i think his other son is a wrestler too and he's married to barry Wyndham's sister so they're brother-in-laws
1: yeah
0: i, I think bray yeah. wyatt's first, real name is Wyndham rotunda
1: yeah he, <laughs> yeah yeah there's they still have some semblance of that tag team. And then apparently there's some, like they're running some shadow promo white rabbit stuff for Bray Wyatt coming back to the oh, Triple yeah, yeah, H WWE that, yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Fun. This match though, um, this is the classic opening match, classic baby phase, villain match or whatever. Uh, Tom Zink winds up winning with a, a splash off the middle rope at 1323. Nothing to write home about. Uh, did
1: he splash or did he, re- he reverse rotunda splash, right? Oh, is
0: that what it or was? Something okay. like that? Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. Nothing special, not a real special finish or anything like that, but you know, okay. Yay Z man. I've seen one of your matches now. Yeah. That I couldn't this was them
1: trying to get over like the new guy and hopefully, you know, find somebody to replace everybody that they lost, but yeah. I don't know if it was this match or a little bit later, but it hit me like the, the complete difference between the WCW and WWF at this time Mm. set aside the production value. And that's not even a conversation.
0: WWF production value. Oh no, this looks like a thousand times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jim Ross, Mm. Jim Ross presentation of this as an actual, um, as an actual sports event.
0: Mm Uh,
1: uh, you know, at one point was offset by Gorilla Monsoon, but against the Tony Chivanto and uh, and and, uh, and uh, the governor and the governor, not the yeah. governor, but
0: yeah. what's his name? Jesse Ventura. The Jesse body.
1: Ventura. Yeah. Against them, nothing. But yeah. like Jim Ross's insistence that this is an actual sporting event yeah. is the one thing that differentiates A match like this of, like, mid-card, non-talking guys who are going through a 16-minute match from the other channel. That's
0: it. Yes. I mean, he's definitely into it. I got a couple of lines here coming up, and I think in match number two from him, I'm just like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, But, yeah, Z-Man wins. Nobody cares. Uh, Match number two, the Samoan SWAT team versus the Midnight Express and Dr. Death. Uh, what's also with it, the Samoan assassin or the Samoan savage or some shit like that is the third member there blah 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 okay so Wikipedia will tell you all of these damn Samoans is all related hmm. all of them in some way yeah. shape or form coming from the same family coming from coming from essentially like not these two dudes but like these are the main ones that branch out into all the other ones that you know from Rikishi to, uh, what, uh, what's it the, uh, the dude that I thought was Japanese for the longest time and the nigga was Samoan? Uh, what's his
1: name? That, uh, that's Rikishi, right? His, or, no,
0: um, Rick, no, Rick, no, the other one. Oh, God, what's the big fat dude's name? The
1: guy, the other guy, the Jim
0: guy that Lex Luger range. Slam.
1: Yeah.
0: Yokozuna. Yokozuna, right. Yokozuna, who I thought was Japanese. He was speaking Samoan. To all the way through Roman Reigns, The Rock. Like all of this, like they all in this same whatever family, which is crazy. I was like, I'm gonna try to figure out the uh, family tree for that. No, we're good. That's calculus. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're good. So, yeah. So, they, yeah. Okay. So, a few things. I cannot deal. I said this on the last podcast with WJ. I can't deal with the uh, Midnight Express and Babyface. I just can't do it. <laughs> that out there, getting the crowd, Yeah. And to yeah. Get everybody up. Like, it was not great and then my well, other note is sorry that Stan Lane is not great in this match like he's a little bit off everything's a little bit off for, for Stan in this match
1: I didn't pay attention to that but yeah I mean like I think the irony is they really became faces during the the horseman feud which mm-hmm. makes perfect sense but then the horseman left yeah. and they were very much uh, you know the creative team had and the management had nothing to do with them at this time and yeah mm-hmm. they're as good as they are they, you know, they they should not be
0: faces. They're swimming in the deep end, man. And yeah, so Stan's not great in this match. And then Doctor Death is pretty awesome. And we'll get into that here in a second. But um, and that was my thing about with Jim Ross. He was going nuts when Doctor Death was in this match. Like, I mean, we know that's his boy. Oh you know, my god! But like, he <laughs> was going off. But he actually did really, really good in this match as well. Um, so yeah. But I thought that that was there. Let's see what's uh oh yeah and
1: and it's crazy because like you know dr that famously went to the wwf uh, allegedly at the behest of jim ross and as much as he looks like a monster here immediately looked undersized got hurt immediately you know just and in the big you know put the but a guy who's on the borderline of size and in a smaller ring or in a larger ring automatically makes him look smaller. Yeah. yeah it's it's amazing. Like what a monster he was here yeah. and how he just was never made for the WWF
0: And then pumped out completely on tough enough and gets not oh, yeah. out and essentially yeah. ends his career. Cause you, there yeah. was no recovering from yeah. drooling on the ground like that. Um, so yeah, there was that. Um, yeah, so I, my note in here says the intro was way too long for this match, and I know this is something Cornette complains about in the WWF now, but the intro for them to get to the ring and get started, way too freaking long. Like, oh my god, get it freaking uh, started here, whatever. Uh Lots of uh, racist talks you know, from Jim Ross about the Samoans and their hard heads and, you know, <laughs> these guys are college educated. You know, he went to college. Hey, you know, that raised on the streets. You know, a lot of that bullshit. Um, And then, like I said, yeah, and then Stanley's kung fu, man. Um, <laughs> not great. This is this is not cool. Not that's not great. Not not great at all. Uh, but yeah. So I also found out, and we knew this from listening to these podcast or whatever. Backdrops, total babyface move. <laughs> you know, like it, you you have to be a babyface to do a backdrop. Um, heat gets on Bobby. Uh, You know, after he tries like his little bulldog thing or whatever, he gets pushed into the gets nutted on the turnbuckle and the heat all on Bobby for most of that. Nick Patrick is our referee, by the way. And then we finally get the hot tag to Dr. Death, and he literally cleans house. There's power slams there's press slams there's press slams throwing him <laughs> into other people like it's an absolute freaking uh, he goes off.
1: Remember the war games in the last one we saw we press Gordy into the cage like yes. five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah Yeah. no Dr. Zell was a freaking beast back then um, and so yeah then everybody winds up in the ring and then somehow you know Bobby or Sand gets pushed into Jim Cornette and hits his head on the tennis racket one, two, three. The Samoans win. Hooray. And there's
1: dissension amongst the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette. Yes. yes. Because of his <laughs> divided loyalties, too.
0: Yes. yeah, it, it, It's so weird because, I mean, you know, because they're just better as heels, man. It's yes. It's just like, I mean, because what are you going to do? Turn the Midnight Express? Or like, turn, like, Bobby Face? I mean, that's what eventually wound up happening to him once Stan and Jim leave, but, like, it wouldn't have worked anyway. Nobody would have wanted to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean as as many times as as heels they're made to look feckless in any number of ways for the right. baby face's benefit that works but when you're when they' when you're a baby face and you're made to look feckless, then
0: it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work it just you just, just look feckless yeah. Uh, so yeah that was it that was the eighteen twenty three I will yeah. say this and I think I said this before again from the wWF match. Three way three six man tags trios, whatever they do not have to be fucking free for alls like that like it just no. doesn't you can have a legitimate match where people still get their shit in, and it's still like it follow kind of the rules of tag team wrestling uh or whatever. I skipped over Bruno San Martino being the guest referee in the uh in the main event um he's from Pittsburgh he's <laughs> Philadelphia, now, for you geography hacks. They're not that close. Okay. Just that FYI, you know, Philadelphia people and Pittsburgh people, completely different people. I can give yep. you, uh, true facts on that one. And, um, yeah. So having him there is just like, that's a, you know, hot shotty, uh, name into this thing. So yeah. And I never watched the Bruno San Martino match ever. You aren't we too old for young for this.
1: Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine. I can't remember seeing an explicit match. I I feel like I saw him in some kind of action because right. I watched a bunch of WWF back in the day. But yeah, I think it was past his day.
0: Yeah, and he um R.I.P. to him too. I don't have the year, but he definitely did. Match number three, y'all. <laughs> My note says <laughs> it's the Cuban Assassin versus Tommy Rich. Both of them alive, surprisingly. Um. Okay, I love Tommy Rich in the '80s, man. Loved him, you know. Um, that was my favorite wrestler. It was my aunt's favorite wrestler. She wa- got you know, watch wrestling with us. That was my favorite wrestler. I saw that Buzz Sawyer feud. I saw him feud with Austin Idol. Like I saw all of these things with Tommy Rich. He was like my favorite wrestler. This is not that Tommy Rich that I saw in the early '80s, like you know, look the same. Definitely. I don't know. Conservatively, 30, 40 pounds. Heavier. <laughs> and he ain't, this is not even him at his fattest. Like by the time he gets to like, was the royal family or what's that group that like, had Mickey Morton being a, a heel too? Oh, the, yeah. the Dutch. The, what the hell are they called? Were they the blue bloods or something? Something like that. that. Yeah, where, yeah. And then there's the, the
1: full blooded Italians. And he said, yeah, where he DC got all he
0: needs to do and when he was huge with the dyed black hair. Yeah. just, Just, the less we say about this match, the absolute better. Um yeah, no, I mean, I,
1: I had heard about Tommy Rich in reverent tones, but I had mm. not seen those things. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, Tommy Rich, mm, he's uh, kind of like a sorry built
0: yeah. Ricky Morton, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I do like, love I'm the lose press. Ricky Morton. Yeah, <laughs> but the Lou press in this one was not great.
1: Well, he at least hooked the legs with his legs. But
0: it's bad, dude. Come on. Yeah, this was not great. Like, I mean, again, for you younger folks, go catch a YouTube or something like that and go look for Tommy Rich versus Buzz Sawyer. Like, I mean, you're talking about some brutal matches, blood everywhere. And again, if this was a real sport, which it is in a sense, but if this was a real sport, I would tell you that like after, you know, certain boxers box a little bit and they get knocked around and shit and they're just not the same after i would say that this is what happened to him he just wasn't the same even though it was a work you know situation like he just wasn't the same after that like you just couldn't recover from those i mean those matches were brutal lots of bleeding and all that and he just never recovered so whatever but yeah do, this,
1: do we know where he was during that time because he was that was georgia championship wrestling right
0: correct yeah and he's what the five-day nwa champion or whatever. yeah
1: so where did he go in the interim uh, or was he, it he seems just like off? I think
0: he was back into the territory still because I think Mid South was still going at that time. Um, Memphis
1: and the AWA is what yeah. I've been led to believe. Yeah.
0: So yeah, he just he was gone, and every time he came back, he was fatter. Um, this <laughs> not, not good, man. Oh uh, yeah, eight twenty nine. He wins. Yay! That's it. No more. No talk. That's it. And then we get to match number four to make oh, even uh, more you, you
1: forgot to mention, you kind of did touch on this, but the Philadelphia crowd was reigning Tommy Rich Sucks.
0: Oh, did, I, <laughs> I yeah. might have missed that, but it yeah. makes sense. Oh, this crowd is definitely for the baby face, or the heels, like yeah. very much so, which leads us to match number four, the fabulous revers who suck good, completely. They're terrible versus the dynamic dudes who are worse than anything that you could possibly imagine the dudes and dudes suck dick this is Philadelphia y'all um they're terrible and then you said that they were had they were with Cornette to try to do anything to get them over
1: yeah I mean that's the only thing I can imagine he's there or again like this is nearly the swan song for Cornette and Stan Lane at least and they were they were very clearly looking for the successor to the rock and roll express yeah. and we were going to get a steady diet of the dynamic dudes and this crowd was not having it and they are oh. not good their matches are so awkward yeah yeah and, especially
0: and johnny ace John, johnny Boy.
1: ace is bad but mm. to hear like all the modern day shane douglas i got held down no
0: no you sucked <laughs> You suck, All dude! Right, I do fucking apparently.
1: <laughs> but I mean, uh, the worst part of this is like on the well, the on a <laughs> card with the Steiner Brothers, Women's Tag Team of Doom, mm. the Road Warriors, and set aside their performance, how they're presented, the skyscrapers, right? The tag team championship match. <laughs> In the number four slot, yes, is the fabulous Freebirds versus the Dynamic Duo.
0: The the, the fabulous Freebirds having the tag team titles is a travesty in and of itself. It's this version, okay? This is Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin, not great at all. And then they're wrestling. They're the heels. They're wrestling like baby faces. Yeah. And this, my thing here says this is like this is Jericho coming after Judas singing. Mm. Dancing, oh, yeah. fucking moonwalking. I'm like, who, who, are you the fucking mm. heels? Like, what the yeah. hell is this? Like, you, I mean, if the job of the heel is to get the baby face over, you're not doing them any favor whatsoever by burying them like that. Cause you can hear the crowd cheering for you. Like, you can hear it. And they're just playing into it, you know, freaking. Yeah. Stroke. I mean, that, I, that, uh, I was like, you know what? Y'all suck. Yeah. You just, you're just wrestling somebody that's worse than y'all and yeah. it mm. <laughs> so Michael
1: Hayes and Jimmy Garvin is better than well is better than Michael Hayes and Buddy Roberts. Yeah. Perhaps not like in terms of the performance. Mm. Um mm. but in the absence of a Terry Gordy enforcer then it doesn't work. Because mm. that was the big thing about UWF is like the Freebirds were big in UWF which was their post like WCCW, mm-hmm. Von Eric's feuds and whatnots. Um, like, I remember in UWF, like, Gordy would go away and Michael Hayes would talk shit mm-hmm. and Buddy Roberts would do all the work and they would get in some kind of feud and they would get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. And then Gordy would show up and just demolish everybody who had disparaged <laughs> them in any way. Over the course of like one to two weeks, right, that worked. But right. in the absence of the Terry Gordy enforcer figure,
0: yeah, Yeah. Sure. this doesn't
1: work, right?
0: Yeah, That's
1: but this 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 is better than the fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Buddy Roberts. Even though Buddy Roberts is a better worker, like Jimmy Garvin's all right, and he doesn't have precious anymore, which was probably his number one, his best, yeah. or
0: yeah. number two, all right. <laughs> um so yeah it's yeah it's whatever this fucking match is awful um everybody hates the dudes um all birds wrestling this like, is yeah. like
1: die rocky die Th- yeah, like this exactly. was yeah. this was them trying to smash over an awful babyface team
0: yeah and it didn't work uh and again they're wrestling like baby faces a backdrop a drop kick and when he goes for the ddt to finish the match the crowd is like ah, they're going nuts like yeah. for michael hayes's ddt he misses it, hot tag to Shane, blah, 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 you know, the, the comeback or whatever. They try a double-team move, Michael Hayes pulls the leg, it's a heel move, and Shane Douglas gets pinned, one, two, three, shit is over, yay, goodbye. So, whatever, who cares? Nobody cares about the freaking dudes. That's the part that really means, but also, the free birds <laughs> suck. Okay, the free birds suck.
1: Song. Their song's That's great, song. though.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I was saying that the other day for some reason. I don't I'm like, out in my head. the but... story, but yeah. I don't want to be yet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> awful. Oh no, my goodness. All right, so that gets us right up to the watch along match, and I see my retu- remaining time bit is already running. There. Uh, go ahead.
1: Oh, just so to wave you off. That's part two.
0: I know. So okay, we have gonna,
1: eight minutes to get it. through the rest of this.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we're going to get to that part. So maybe we'll just call this part one and then just the other part for part two. Dude, how long is that straight. match? How much is that? How long is that match? Like 15 11, minutes. 15, and then what's after that? Pillman and... Pillman, Hina.
1: Road Warriors, and Flair. It'll
0: be close. It'll be tight and It' cutting it close. What kind of match comes after this that we can get into eight minutes here? Luger?
1: Luger and Pillman. We can Let's talk go about there. that.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. All right. So, we're going to skip the watch along match, which will be part two, y'all, probably with the main event and the Road Wars. And I do have a lot to say about that. Um, so this match becomes match number six Brian Pillman, mm-hmm. uh, versus Lex Luger for the United States Heavyweight Championship. R.I.P. Brian Pillman. Um, I call it the Battle of the Mullets. Uh, well <laughs> for- that. Ever to get to the ring and i mean forever holy cow he takes so long to get there um yeah jim ross says a lot about their football careers you're giving the legitimacy to that you know my god he played he was the youngest player ever to play with the green bay packers you know whatever i never liked brian Pillman. Though. i thought flying brian
1: was great i remember him doing a great um uh drop kick and flying yeah. body press on top and yeah. when he wore much the bengal pants.
0: Like yeah, all that. Uh, much better he, I like him better as a baby face than the heel, you know, Booker Man and holding the oh, pencil yeah. dude. Like yeah. I hated all that freaking work shoot shit. I hated that. That's but fair. I just I just never cared for him like as a wrestler or whatever. Um so yeah. The match is kind of what you expect. Although uh, you Pillman gets a lot of offense on somebody who's given up a solid hundred pounds too. And Luger gave him a lot, I thought.
1: Yeah. When and they were like they sold Luger as like he's the three time. Oh, <laughs> it's because Gordon the interview was Gordon Soli was like, How many Kay. times have you been the US champion? He was like, I'm gonna be the US champion, whatever. And he was like, You've been it three times, that means you lost
0: it twice or whatever.
1: To Michael Hayes
0: to Michael Hayes, yeah. which we saw, yeah. which is just disgusting in and of itself. Uh so yeah. So, Pillman, where we get to wind up getting the heat is where Pillman misses a big splash, tries to go off the top rope. He misses it. And then, you know, Luger's able to get some heat on him for a little bit. And again, Luger, much better heel. We, we say this all the time. And he looked amazing here, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and it's so funny like because I was watching his documentary on A&E or whatever. I mean, he's obviously huge here. Like, I mean, whatever. He's huge. And then he, he left Lex expresses when he goes to the WBF, you know, pretty still huge, and, you know, whatever he was doing the bodybuilding thing, WBF, or whatever. When he comes back to Nitro, <sighs> you could show movies on his back. He's so freaking huge. Like he is so blowed up, man. Like in, a, you know, in the good muscular way. I don't know what new steroids, human growth hormone, or whatever he got on, but that shit worked. He was a freaking beast and monster there. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so as Brian Pillman starts to make his comeback, Br- Jim Ross actually refers to it as a comeback. He's making his comeback. Like, hey, hey, hey. And, you know, he's going up to the top rope. He misses a flying drop kick. That allows Luger to get back on him. And even though he, when he gets back on him and start beating him up, Brian Pillman reverses the, the, the ring thing and then Luger... Puts him on his thing and he drops hot him on shot. The top rope. Yeah. I was one, surprised two, they didn't
1: talk about like his neck, like his throat surgeries oh, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. they didn't sell that because that would have made like the hot shot pinfall mm-hmm. a reasonable end of the match. But yeah, they they sold it like P- Pillman had a chance. And I don't know what came before this to make us believe that, but it mm. was a good match. It was, oh, I, mean, I, th- I thought Pillman Luger was going to win
0: there for a second. Yeah.
1: And again, yeah, we, Modern history has way undersold Lex Luger's contribution.
0: For real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Doom was really, really good. And they, yeah, they killed it for it. All right, y'all. So that's part one of Halloween Havoc uh, 1989. We're going to come back with our watch along with the Steiner Brothers versus Doom. Uh, we're going to have a lot to say about woman. A lot. Uh uh, yeah, just a lot <laughs> from the good side of it. Um And then we'll tag that on along with the main event, which is, oh, it's no with the Road Warriors versus the Skyscrapers. And then the main event, which is Sting and Ric Flair versus the Great Muda and um Terry Funk, Funk in the
1: Thunderdome.
0: Yeah, the, and I don't have a lot
1: to say about that.
0: So we'll get this into part two coming up. Uh So uh we'll see you on part two
1: right